Are you a Christian midlifer who has been searching for answers on how to just feel better? Are you experiencing mental and physical fatigue, ongoing pain, and trouble sleeping? Or lately, have you been Googling brain fog and weight gain? Boy, do I understand all of that. Listen, friend, I want you to know that there is freedom in your whole health, and it's not worldly freedom either. In this podcast, there is biblical freedom for you through holistic health solutions and godly support, which will then transform your mind, body, soul, and spirit, and help you find this freedom at midlife. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, and as a holistic and functional health coach, I have realized the answer is in partnering your faith with holistic solutions and a heck of a lot of discipline, intentionality, and commitment to changing your life at midlife. So are you ready to feel better in this new season of life? If so, I will be right here each Tuesday and Friday to help you along. If you're ready for breakthrough action and restoration, it's time to treasure your wellness. Hi there, happy Faith Friday. I hope you are all doing well and have enjoyed your week and are ready for the weekend. Yay, I know I am. And I really hope you take some time to rest this weekend. Rest is the main topic for today. And obviously, I am still learning the concept of rest because God keeps bringing it to my mind and my heart over and over and over again. So I am sure that you can relate in some way. You know, it's really hard because a lot of us have been brought up to not really take the time necessary to rest and to be still because we have been brought up with a mentality of we must always go and do and serve and be for other people. And while those are all very good qualities, if we don't stop and take time for ourselves to refill our bucket, then the work that we are doing can render really less than the intent that we had, right? Like we can't fully pour into other people if our resources are dry, if we don't have anything left in us. It's like that superwoman complex, right, that was out for quite a while years ago where women can do everything, they can absolutely run a business, do work a full-time job, run their home, take care of their family, raise their children, and create amazing Pinterest-worthy meals and sew clothes and costumes by hand, all of the things, right? And it, frankly, it's, it's a worldly view that has tripped women up for so many years because it's missing the boat. It's missing the main thing. The main thing is that when we rest, it's for a purpose. When God rested on the seventh day, it was for a purpose. And he modeled that for us right from the very beginning. And again, this is something I'm learning. This is something that I have struggled with my entire adult life. I used to struggle to sit through a two-hour movie. I just could not be still for that long. It just felt so lazy. It felt wrong in my mind. So I wanted to talk about four types of rest that Jesus offers you. And the first type of rest that he offers is rest from the busyness of life. If you happen to have your Bible, turn to Matthew 
Matthew 6, 25. It says, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? I'm going to continue on with 26. Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? And then if you drop down to verse 33, it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus offers us rest from the busyness of life. He is our rest. And he tells us not to worry and not to be anxious. And then let's pop over to Matthew 16. Verse 26, it says, For what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world yet loses his life? Or what will anyone give in exchange for his life? We can worry our life away with the busyness of all that we have to do every single day, the stress, the anxiety, the busyness. We can worry our life away. And that's simply not what God has for us. So he offers us rest from the busyness of life. But then he also offers us rest from that works-based mindset, that legalism. And we see that in Romans eleven six, where it says, Now if by grace, then it is not by works. Otherwise, grace ceases to be grace. So if we have been saved by grace, it's not by the works that we do. Because otherwise, what's the point of grace? So we can stop striving with this works-based mindset. If I work really hard for God, then I will find favor in him. Well, as a child of God, we've already found favor in him. We are already his child that he loves deeply. We don't have to prove anything to him to get his love. We do works Because we want to glorify God and we want to build up the kingdom of God, but not to get into good favor with God because we're already in good favor with God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, it says, For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. See, he prepared us ahead of time to do these works, but we're not doing these works to find favor with him. We've already, through grace, found favor in our Heavenly Father. So he offers us rest from that works-based mindset, that legalistic mindset. And thirdly, he offers us rest from performing for God's favor. Again, it kind of goes along with number two, because... We are already righteous in his sight because of Jesus. Jesus, because of the cross, he made us righteous in his sight. He made us righteous in God's sight. I want to read Romans 3, 21 through 26. It says, But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed, attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, since there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God presented him as an atoning sacrifice in his blood, received through faith to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. God presented him to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so that he would be righteous and declare righteous the one who has faith in Jesus. That is you. That is me. We have faith in Jesus and thereby we are declared righteous. So again, we don't have to perform for God's favor. We do work for God because we want to. We want to bring him glory. We want to show him that we are all in. We are vested in his kingdom work. We have a purpose here as his children. Psalms 37, 25 says, I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous abandoned or his children begging for bread. So again, in a simplistic term, we are righteous in God's sight. We already have God's favor and he will not allow us as his children to be abandoned or like he says, begging for bread. And if you go on to 26, it says he is always generous, always lending, and his children are a blessing. And then the fourth type of rest that Jesus offers is rest from worry and stress and fear. And fear is a big one. Fear is like the catalyst to worry and stress. It's just all kind of jumbled in together, isn't it? In Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7, you probably already have this one memorized. It says, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We are told so many times throughout the Bible not to worry, not to be anxious and not to fear. Why do we keep picking up those three things? Those three things are not from God. They are completely from the enemy. So we need to rebuke that. We need to declare our righteousness in Christ Jesus. And we need to not allow that to permeate our soul. Worry, stress, fear. We need to stand on the word of God so that that does not overtake us. The Bible is so clear that Satan is prowling around, right? He's on this earth looking for whom he can devour. He is looking to trip us up. He is looking to keep us in a fear-based mindset. He is looking to keep us in bondage. He knows the Bible better than we do. And if he can get into our minds and keep us in this fear-based mindset, then he is winning. And we cannot allow that to happen. So putting on the full armor of God, like Ephesians 6 says, is really vital to do every single day so that we can stand against that because God did not give us a spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1.6, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Other translations say a sound mind. Our mind is sound. He created our minds to be sound. He did not create the squirrel brain that we have. <laughs> we have to take every thought captive, right? And we need to pit it up against the word of God. What does God say about the thoughts that are going in our mind? Because Satan will put thoughts in our head and we have to rebuke them. If they are not of God, they are not edifying. 
and they are not lifting us up. So we need to rebuke that as soon as it pops into our head. I have one last verse. It's in Luke. It's Luke 12, verse 22. Again, talking about anxiety. Jesus is talking. He says, Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, or about the body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. And then again, he goes on to say how God feeds the ravens. They don't worry about their food. And aren't you worth much more than the birds? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And the answer is no. It actually takes away. Science has proven that Worry and fear and anxiety can shorten our lifespan and certainly shorten the quality of our life and the productivity of our life. So I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. If you are struggling with fatigue and you are just so tired and you are so weary, the best thing to do is get in the word first thing in the morning. You have to fill your soul and fill your spirit with standing on the truth of God's word. And remember these four types of rest that Jesus offers you. Rest from the busyness of life. Rest from a works-based mindset. Rest from performing for God's favor because you are already righteous in his sight because of Jesus. And rest from worry, stress, and fear. And I'll give you one more verse, and this is in the King James Version. Psalm 55, 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. So I hope this gives you encouragement, and I hope it brings you some peace, because God wants you to have peace. Pick up the word and take your peace back. It was a gift freely given from your Heavenly Father, and we need to pick it up. We need to pick up our peace and carry that into each day, and close our day with that same peace. I mean, are you feeling so drained? Are you feeling so worn out? Maybe you are taking care of an elderly parent. Maybe you are running yourself ragged because there are health challenges in a family member's life, or even in your own life. Or you are just so busy trying to survive day to day with the busyness of your life, and you're weary. You're weary physically, you're weary mentally, you're weary spiritually. Just remember that even Jesus told his disciples to come away and rest. Rest is vital. Rest is crucial. We are to cast all of our cares on the Lord and he will give us our rest. So again, pick up the Bible and take your peace. Father God, we thank you for your word because it is true. It will never return void. And Father, you are not a man that you should lie. So all of your words are true. All of your promises to your children are yes and amen. Take us by our righteous right hand and lead us to a rock that is high above us so that we can stand firm and bold, equipped with your word and help us to rest when you tell us to rest and when our bodies tell us to rest. Help us to take our peace and settle in to your truths all around us. We acknowledge that this is not easy. This is really hard for us women who are not used to being still. So we ask you for an extra measure of grace in this area, Lord. And we love you in Jesus' name.
All right, I hope today's episode blessed you, and I pray that if you are thinking of anybody else right now who needs to hear this, that you would just take a few seconds and share this with them. And if you are really struggling with that physical rest, click the link below to get my free foggy and fatigued blueprint, and that will help you so much to recover from the brain fog and the fatigue that you are feeling. I pray you have a wonderful weekend and a beautiful Faith Friday, and I will see you Tuesday.